You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Welcome back to our number two of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You got Joe Galini, you got George Kurtz, you got the great Sean Engel, the Fantasy Prince, producing our show, keeping us flying straight. And uh, we were talking some fantasy baseball to start the show. Uh, why don't we switch gears a little bit, talk fantasy football. We're into July, George, and uh, you know, what are we, about three weeks away from uh, the start of uh, football camps? Uh, I saw that the uh, Giants uh, released their schedule. I usually go to their camp at least once a year uh, just to check things out, have some fun. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, it's getting very close, and like I said, we have uh, the first, well, I don't know if it's the, I guess it is, it's one of the first, we'll say, uh, league industry drafts, the Scott Fishbowl League, which will begin on Monday. Yes, it will, and I'm looking forward to that. That'll be uh, pretty much my first uh, true draft. I've done a Dynasty League draft already, but that one obviously mm-hmm. is a continuing league. It's supposed to be my first uh, draft from scratch. Yep. Um, and like I said, I have the first pick overall. I've pre-drafted my pick, as requested by Scott Fish, and uh, I picked uh, Todd Gurley. So um, who's your number one overall pick if you had the number one uh, overall pick uh, in a league? Yeah, I mean, the, the top three, uh, according to Fantasy Pros, are Gurley, Bell, and Johnson. I mean, I did a mock that I sent over to you uh, where Gurley actually fell to me at number three, you know, where it went Bell, went Johnson, and then... Uh, and it went uh, girly to me. So who's your clear-cut number one? I don't know if there's a clear-cut number one. If I had the first overall pick. For you pick personally, league, I, yeah. I would take Todd Gurley. Uh, okay. Only because Le'Veon Bell is probably going to hold out through all of preseason. He'll show up the Tuesday mm-hmm. before game one. And you wonder if he gets up to a slow start this season. You wonder if he has, ends up having groin problems, hamstring problems, calf problems. Which sees that to a mm-hmm. lot of athletes who uh, – who hold out for whatever reason? Uh, if you, uh, if I find out earlier that he's going to show up to camp, you know they they sign to a long term mm-hmm. contract, everybody's happy, it's all uh, hunky dory and roses there, then I would have Bell mm-hmm. number one. But right now for my drafting, Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm with you obviously because uh, like I said, I pre-drafted him. Uh, I'm also a little concerned with David Johnson who might be uh, holding out a little bit. I mean, I mean. Here's a surprise. The Cardinals said that they're going to really rely on their running game a lot uh, this season, which means a lot of carries for David Johnson. First of all, um, missed basically all of last year. Uh, Do you think that that affects him at all? I mean, he was, from our understanding, uh, if the Cardinals were in a playoff hunt, then he probably would have played maybe the last couple of games of the season. But uh, having a year off, do you think that it's going to take him a little time, first of all, just to get that, you know, football uh, stamina back, and then if he holds out, I mean, that's that's only hurts him a little bit more. Well, I got the same worries about Johnson that I had with Bell. Right, he's holding yeah. out, so you just you wonder if he's uh, going to get to a slow start. If it's going to uh, get one of those leg injuries, so uh, that's why I don't have him at three. I have Johnson probably at five. I would take uh, Antonio Brown ahead of him as well, along with Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Scott Fishbowl League, uh, we talked about it last week, 900 teams, 75 leagues, divisions of 12 teams, 12 conferences, 22-round slow draft. You're starting a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, four flex, and you could flex a quarterback, and uh, that makes it a super flex league. So uh, you had a, a, what was it, an eight or nine pick, George, if I remember? What pick did you have? No, I'm the on the bookend. I'm twelve thirteen, so twelve thirteen. Uh, Sorry, last, okay. Last pick in the first round. Boo hoo for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no trading allowed. Uh, waivers are hundred bucks uh, overall. Blind bidding. So who who are you hoping uh, to to drop? I mean, are you looking to take maybe a, a running back quarterback combination, or you know, obviously every draft is different. But in, in a perfect world, what would you want to do in this type of league? Well, this is a super flex league. So you can start. Uh, mm-hmm. You can start two quarterbacks. I will absolutely take a quarterback with one of these picks. 
mm-hmm. which quarterback? Um, you never know. Sometimes in these leagues, the top quarterbacks will all fall. People don't. People still draft like they normally would, in, uh, in, mm-hmm. a, in a PPR league or a standard draft. So maybe Aaron Rodgers falls to me at twelve. If he does, I'll grab him in a heartbeat. He does it because mm-hmm. more interesting. Because I do think Rodgers is in a league by himself. And then mm-hmm. after that, uh, I'm going to look at Russell Wilson here. So uh, I hope to get him. I know for a fact. You know, I can guarantee you, I'm not getting Bell. I'm not getting Gurley. I'm not getting Johnson. I'm not getting Elliott. They'll all go. Of course not. You know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. so will Brown. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I know those guys will be gone by the time I go. That's five picks. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers will be gone as well. So mm-hmm. I am hedging still towards taking a running back with uh, either the 12th pick or the 13th pick. Which one, though, will depend on, you know, hey, who falls? You know, uh, mm-hmm. if Antonio Brown was there, you know, if he will took quarterbacks and, uh, and running and, and wide, uh, yeah, quarterbacks and running backs, wow. I would take Antonio Brown. Oh. It's possible if three, four quarterbacks mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. You know, three, four quarterbacks go and five running backs go. Well, you can do the math there. You know, it's, it'd mm-hmm. be close. I don't think so, so I'm, not, I'm certainly not counting on it. I would be thrilled mm-hmm. if Kamara lasted there. But I think I'm going to be looking at someone like Barkley, Fournette, Gordon, Hunt, in that range. You tier, th- mm-hmm. tier three running backs, and uh, that's fine. You know, uh, I'll probably take that. The only wide receiver I would take is probably uh, Brown. And the reason is, is quite simple. If I don't take a running back here, we know how thin running back is. I'm not going to go again yes. with 23 more picks. There'll be no running back to take. So mm-hmm. I'm almost forced. I, I said I would take Brown. If he happened to slip there, I would feel I had no choice. But I can almost guarantee, 90% sure, that I'm going to be taking the, my, the top quarterback on my board and the top running back on my board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in the mocks that I've done, because this Monday will be my first real draft, it seems like uh, 10 of the first 15 picks are running backs. And, and the mocks I've done, uh, most of them except for one, which I sent you over the results of, have been one quarterback leagues. Uh, but uh, in two quarterback leagues, um, it's a little bit of a different story, right? How did your uh, strategy change in terms of two quarterback leagues to a super flex league? Well, the reason we always tell anybody, at least I always tell anybody who asks, uh, you know, uh, why in a one-quarterback league, why you wait on quarterback, I said, we'd all like Aaron Rodgers, but that's going to cost you a third-round pick, you know, fourth at, mm-hmm. at, at worst. You know, so that, that's a high pick to give up. Once again, you're giving up, you're, you're running back to your wide receiver to, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. We'd all love him, yes. Quarterback does score more points than any other position. It does. But... You know, after you got after you got like Rogers, maybe uh, you want to throw Wilson in there, possibly a Tom Brady. You know, mm-hmm. after that, you're generally your quarterbacks four through about thirteen are going to be separated by about two to four points per week. There's just not a big enough difference. There's just not, mm-hmm. not to justify giving up that running back to that wide receiver to. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that. You know, like I said, that's not to say I would never in a one quarterback that I, I would never draft Aaron Rodgers because I know his ADP is round three. Well, if he's available in round five, now the value's there. Now I might go after mm-hmm. him. You know, that's the same thing I use at tight end, by the way. I, I'm not drafting Gronk in round two or Ertz and Kelsey in round three, four. But if they're, you know, they drop down in rounds four and six, well, then we can talk again. Now, in a super flex mm-hmm. league, though, I said though, it's two to four points between the quarterbacks four and 13. Well, that becomes nine to eight, four to eight points per week. That's a lot of points, mm-hmm. especially if I you start in two. So those numbers actually get multiplied because if I have – Let's just say I get Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford. That's my top two mm-hmm. quarterbacks, which I'd probably have to spend, like I said, one of those two picks and probably my, my next pick in the uh, third round. Well, if mm-hmm. I get those, it means I'm pretty much ahead of Joe Galina, who needs a girly, yes, but his quarterbacks are now, eh, you get a last pick in the second round. Your, your, your top quarterback is, could be very ugly. Your top quarterback, I'm not even talking mm-hmm. about your second quarterback, but maybe your number one quarterback is Eli Manning. You know, if, a, if there's a whole string of quarterbacks that went. Or maybe it's Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Alex Smith. And you're, you're stuck oh, with two boy. quarterbacks like that. You have Eli Manning and Dak Prescott. Where now, mm-hmm. because, remember, I said four, quarterbacks 4 to 13. But these quarterbacks we're talking about now are out of the 13 range. So my, at my quarterback mm-hmm. position, I'm already ahead of you by 10 to 12 points, maybe more. Right. You know, uh, yeah, so that's, that, why, that's where the yeah. math comes in here. So uh, mm-hmm. I will definitely take a quarterback early. I'm a big believer in it in, uh, mm-hmm. in Superflex Leagues. If you're playing in a two-quarterback league, by the way, not a super-flex league, a two-quarterback league, everything gets thrown out the window. You draft quarterbacks mm-hmm. early and often because, remember, right. in a super-flex, even if you don't have a good quarterback, you can still throw a running back in there, throw, throw a wide receiver in there. You'll get some points. In a two-quarterback league, mm-hmm. if you don't got a quarterback to put in there, you're getting a donut. 
You know, and uh, that's that's that, you're not going to win with that at all. So in a two quarterback league, I'll be taking quarterbacks all day, early, often. I might even take it with my top two picks. But in a super flex mm-hmm. league, I give myself a little bit of uh, flexibility there. So I, I said I plan on having someone like Russell Wilson and probably uh, Saquon Barkley, somebody like that at twelve and thirteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like I said, uh, Gurley's my number one pick. Then I don't pick till uh, what is it, twenty three and twenty four. Uh, so I'm hoping that there'll be two decent quarterbacks there because my hope is maybe to uh, uh, potentially land uh, maybe a Kirk Cousins and a Matthew Stafford. I think having those two quarterbacks, uh, I think that that's that, that's not bad. What do you think? See, there's a reason why I love Superflex leagues because of what you're saying here. No one knows who's going to be available to you at 24. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to imagine in my mind, you know, who who might be there. And you know what? Kirk Cousins might be gone, but Drew Brees might be there because, you know, a lot of people don't believe in Drew Brees anymore because of, you know, last year, you know, the uh, uh, the, uh, Saints went with the run more. But uh, I'm just trying to imagine who might be there at at that thing. The reason I say it is simple is because the only thing I can pretty much guarantee you in a Superflux League as far as the draft is going to go is that the top four to five picks are still going to be the same as pretty close to what they always are. It's still going to be Bell, yeah. Gurley, Johnson, Elliott, Brown, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. There's always a chance Aaron Rodgers does get thrown in there. But that's pretty right. much the way it's going to be. But after that, it's not going to be – you can't wait on a quarterback. So the question right. is, in, in every one of these drafts – now you mentioned with the 75 leagues. I can always – every one of these drafts will be different. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. when, I, when I play in a normal league, oh, you know who's going when. These drafts become very easy. This is why when, mm-hmm. I, when I'm drafting, I make my picks in seconds. And we all know mm-hmm. though, what's going on here. But a Superflex, things are going to change. Like I said, in your draft, four quarterbacks may go in the first round. In my draft, there mm-hmm. may be one. You know, I know a draft, there mm-hmm. may be uh, two, you know, No one knows. There's no standard draft. It's all what people feel like. You need quarterbacks. You need running backs. You need wide receivers. It's all how people want to build their team. This is why I prefer because there's more strategy involved. Because you can't just oh, say, yes. ah, wait till round 10 and take a quarterback. You'll be fine. You can't wait till round mm-hmm. 10 now. I mean, other players are going to fall now. Because Saquon Barkley could go in the second round now because a lot of quarterbacks are taken. You know, where in mm-hmm. all in the regular drafts, the non-two quarterback drafts, Barkley's going in the first round. If, you know, if you're picking 12th, you have no chance at him. He's going 6th, 7th. But in a Superflex, he could fall to 10, 12, 14. None of this would shock me. And uh, this is why I prefer it, Joe, because I just don't know. I don't know how these other guys are thinking. You know, I do, uh, in my draft, I do recognize a couple of names, and I've looked at what they've done in the past, so I know I have, I have an idea if they believe in taking a quarterback. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, well, I tend to do stuff. I do, I do like to map out my, uh, my first-round pick. Generally, I do that. Uh, just the first mm-hmm. round. If, well, now that I got 12 and 13, I can map out my top 13 picks. I probably will pre-draft as well uh, for that because mm-hmm. it's just you know my top 13 picks. Uh, but I'm going to be home anyway during the draft, so I don't uh, I don't have to worry about that. But that's why Superflex mm-hmm. leagues. I wish more people would do them. It's more you're, you're using the bigger quarterback pool now, yeah, which we mm-hmm. should use. Quarterback is as deep now in fantasy wise as it's ever been. And there are quarterbacks mm-hmm. all over the place. And it's more strategy. It's more fun. You know, I, I hate leagues, Joe. Or I hate just telling everybody when they ask, I ah, just wait on a quarterback till round 10. You're fine. And you are. You don't need to take quarterback mm-hmm. go. Just, just wait in one quarterback leagues. Super flex leagues, you can't do that. It's also why I'm a believer in getting rid of kickers and getting rid of defenses. Because we tell you all the same thing. Wait till round 15 and 16. Last two rounds, that's when you draft a kicker in defense. There's no reason to do it earlier. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, very good point. Um... So I'm looking at Fantasy Pro's uh, ADPs on quarterbacks, and the 24th quarterback, according to them, is Eli Manning. Uh, then you got Tyrod Taylor, 23, Case Keenum, 22, Alex Smith, 21, Jameis Winston, uh, of course, was it three games he's going to miss uh, because yes. of his suspension? Is, uh, 20. So, uh, I mean, are these... You know, top twenty. The, the the few names I just mentioned are they within your top twenty four? Sure. Like the Eli Mannings, the Tyra. Okay. Sure. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. if, if you take Winston, it means you got to get Fitzpatrick as well. So now, uh, and that which yes. is fine because I got to tell you once again, in, especially in the Scott Fishbowl, we have twenty two roster spots. So you're gonna have a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of backups that are gonna be taken to cover yourself. You know, if you're drafting, right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, let's just say, well, not not Russell Wilson's backup. But if I'm drafting, uh, you know, if, if the gods shine on me and I do end up getting, getting Aaron Rodgers, well, I'm going to want to make sure I have his backup. Although, I'll be honest with you, though, the only bad thing about two quarterback leagues or super flex leagues 
if Aaron, last year I banked on Green Bay in the Scott Fishbowl. I got Aaron Rodgers. I had Devontae Adams. I think I tied Montgomery. I think I had Jordy Nelson as well. I went Green Bay crazy. <laughs> and when Aaron Rodgers went down, my team mm-hmm. went down. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. the one thing you do have to worry about. You know, and, and listen, mm-hmm. I was well aware. I was taking a chance. I knew during the draft I was going to bank on Green Bay. In the Scott Fishbowl, it's a weird kind of league with all the playoff parameters. So I do think if you want to take a chance on winning it, you have to do things differently. And that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was banking. I was stacking is really what I was doing, which is something I do more in DFS than I do in uh, in, in uh, year-long leagues. But that's how I uh, went about it. It didn't work out for me last year. But I'm not afraid of going mm-hmm. back down, back to the uh, the well here and doing it again. But the only problem is, I'd be shocked if I can get Aaron Rodgers at 12th overall. Yeah, and he definitely won't be there for me as well. <laughs> but uh, so, but it, in my case, uh, you agree that uh, my second and third pick should be quarterbacks. Answer that second when we come pick. Back. One has to be. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking just going two straight quarterbacks. All right, we'll be back with more Talk of Fantasy Football Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina, George Kurtz, we'll be back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844 844- 84FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I heave up, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's heavering to you. Back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Lena, George Kurtz, Sean Angle, the Fantasy Prince, producing our show. I like that. I like that. That that tune. You like that, George? Was it the uh, Romantics? No, I forget no. actually who it is. Definitely not the Romantics, but they're. You know, they're an 80s band, the Romantics. Uh, the they, Romantics sang what? What? I, I hear the secrets that you keep when you're talking in your sleep. Oh, that's right. Yes, that, that's them. All right, right. I and would something walk else 500 too. miles. I'm not walking 500 yeah, miles yeah. for anybody. No, not even me? Not, not even your wife? Proclaimers. The Proclaimers. There you go. There you go. Good job there, they're Sean. Proclaiming they're going to walk 500 miles. I don't mind the tune offhand. Uh, I wouldn't say it's certainly mm-hmm. not one of my favorites, but it's all right. I don't turn it off when I hear yeah. it. There you go. All right. I just want to remind uh, our listeners that uh, if they enjoy playing daily fantasy sports, but if they're sick of dealing with professionals who are using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, they should try the Props Builder Tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without the salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus with a rollover requirement. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the prop that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign-up, and choose your matchups using the Props Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. So uh, before we left, we were talking uh, drafting quarterbacks in uh, Superflex leagues, two quarterback leagues, and... uh, I mentioned I have the number one overall pick in the Scott Fishbowl League, and I'm going to go with Todd Gurley. And then uh, my plan is to uh, take uh, two quarterbacks um, 
in with my next two picks. And I'm hoping, like I said, maybe I could, you know, get a, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, a Kirk Cousins. I'm just being realistic here in a Matthew Stafford or somebody, somebody like that. Uh, George, out of the top 24, any other quarterbacks that are close to uh, breaking the top 24 for you so far this year? Uh, I, I know that it's, it's sometimes it's a little tough because we're going on past performance and camps haven't opened yet, but let's say like a, maybe a guy like maybe an Andy Dalton uh, might crack some people's uh, top 24. Uh, what's the thought also on guys like a, a Blake Bortles, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, cracking that top 24, any, any love for uh, any of those two guys or, or maybe someone I didn't mention. Any love? I mean, look at the list here. Any, uh, any... <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll go off. Uh, this is a list from ESPN. So at 18, they okay. have uh, Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is mm-hmm. is underrated. I, I'll take Matt Ryan as my second quarterback in a heartbeat. No problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll, yeah. I'll run with him. According to Fantasy think... Pros, he's 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know I haven't, I haven't mm-hmm. ranked much higher than that on, uh, on Pros. Uh-huh. Uh, next is uh, they have Marcus Mariota at 19. Another guy I sort of believe, and I think injuries hampered him last year. Uh, what worries me, uh, and once again, this is under the old coach. Now they have a new coaching st- staff there. I think they were trying to protect him by not uh, not mm-hmm. wanting him to run. That's all fine and good for your NFL team. Not really good for fantasy because guess where his value lies? Now, a lot of it lies in his, his legs. legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you want him to run. I'm curious to see what they'll do this year. Trubisky at 20, no thank you. Uh, I do like what they've done there in Chicago, where I think it's a legitimate offense now. You know, legitimate NFL mm-hmm. offense. They've got good uh, weapons in place there. You know, you're bringing out Rodgers, you know, Trey Burton. I'm liking Anthony Miller. Uh, you know, as a kind of a you know outplay the ADP sleeper kind of guy. I mean, uh, 90 plus receptions the past two years in college. I mean, you know, take some of the heat off of. Uh, I don't see them slinging the ball. Allen Robinson. There. Yeah, I'm He's not, got I'm an not arm bad, though, uh, Trubisky. <laughs> I won't have Trubisky on too many. A little inaccurate. I won't have Tyrod Taylor on too many of my teams. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. got to worry that sooner or later Baker Mayfield's going to take over that job. I know Hugh Jacks keeps saying mm-hmm. it's Taylor, 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 but you know, who knows? Especially <laughs> if that team is going to a rough start again, they're going to go to Mayfield. So uh, I'm going to try and stay from quarterbacks where if I draft one, means I got to automatically take the other. And what happens if I don't mm-hmm. get him? You know, so right. Winston, I said Winston's that proud. You draft Winston, what if you don't get Fitzpatrick? Then you need another quarterback mm-hmm. or else you're screwed. Uh, Winston was disappointing last year as well. Uh, Fantasy-wise, he had some good uh, good games, good numbers, but NFL-wise, this is pretty much a make-or-break season for him. Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek that's the Carr. one I wanted to get your opinion on, right? I mean, he's a guy that I really expected to take a big step up last season. Didn't happen. Had that little uh, injury situation. Didn't miss too many games. Maybe one, uh, I believe. Came back a little quicker than expected. But uh, what are you thinking about Carr? Do you think that this is the year where he has his, you know, he takes another step forward, or, you know, what's he doing? Uh, I mean, listen, you got Chucky Tough there one, now, right? right? You got you got Gruden there. They bring in Nelson. We bring in Bryant. We've heard Bryant could be suspended, but that hasn't happened yet. Uh, mm-hmm. You still got Amari Cooper there. You got a decent running game with Doug Martin and Marshawn Lynch. Gruden mm-hmm. is um, sort of a quarterback whisperer. So you got to think that's good news there. To maybe get the best out of him. Rank 23 seems awfully low. He's somebody I wouldn't mind if I had Aaron Rodgers as my number one quarterback or another top-ranked quarterback. I wouldn't mind having Carr mm-hmm. number two. But I might get worried if I have two, you know, what if I have Alex Smith at one and Carr at two? Then I'm a weaker quarterback. I really don't have an ace there. You know, right, I don't have right. much upside with either one of these guys either. So Carr, for me, would be, I'd be much happier if I can pair him with an ace. You know, pair him with a top five, top six quarterback. This way, although mm-hmm. there is some upside with Carr, I'm not crushed if he doesn't re- uh, reach it because my other quarterback is mm-hmm. pretty damn good. So that's where I am with Carr. You mentioned Bortles. Boy, uh... <laughs> no. No, because I think they're trying to win games the same way. Defense in the running game. Mm-hmm. You know, you, uh, right. they, you don't have Alan, you didn't have Robinson there for much, much of last year anyway, but I'm not a big mm-hmm. Moncrief believer that he's going to be great with Bortles. Wasn't all that great with Andrew Luck. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna go there. Case Keenum, I think it's almost the same thing here. They're gonna try and win it with that defense. You know, defense is whole again. Keenum, one year wonder. Is it just getting away from Jeff Fisher? You know, I, I don't know. The, the wide receiver core is good. The running game is sort of a work in progress here. We'll see what the rookie can do here in Booker. See if they can turn it around there and make that a threat. 
but uh, I'm gonna have a tough time wanting him as I think of him as a quarterback three. Dalton, no, thank you. I don't, just a quarterback three. Uh, I don't want him mm-hmm. starting for me at all, other than bye weeks. Eli Manning, I actually ha- I have some faith in Eli. You know, I think I like what the Giants have done. You know, I didn't like uh, drafting Saquon Barkley long term because I think in this day and age mm-hmm. in the NFL you need a quarterback here. But you know, Beckham, assuming he doesn't hold out, so he plays, you got a very good wide receiver, one of the best in the game. Sterling Shepard's a fine wide receiver, too. I love Evan Ingram at uh, tight end. I think he's going to be a true threat. You add Nate Soto to that offensive line and Will Hernandez, the, uh, the guy the guy I drafted in the second round. He's a nasty human being. I, said, I, I think it's a good thing for an offensive line. Maybe Eli mm-hmm. won't feel the rush as much. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to have any problems with Eli Manning. Hey, you know he's going to play. Man, never gets hurt. He suits up. That, uh, there's value in that. Right. And then everybody else we can mm-hmm. talk about here is just all quarterback threes, Tannehill, Bradford, Flacco, McCown. You know, these are all guys you got to worry about when they're going to lose their job. Mm-hmm. You think Flacco has a chance of losing his job this year? Uh, who's behind him? Lamar Jackson, right? Lamar Jackson. The uh, Ravens don't owe Flacco any more guaranteed money. So, yes, mm-hmm. I think he's losing his job this year, unless they get up to a hot start. He's wow. playing well. Uh, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, he'll have some value in these leagues anyway. Two quarterback leagues, super flex leagues, because they mm-hmm. will have a certain amount of plays for him. Yeah, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. Flacco certainly starts the season, but as soon as the season starts to go south, or as soon as Joe Jackson's picked up enough where he can play, I think you need to make mm-hmm. that switch. Because if I'm the Ravens, you know, you brought over Michael Crabtree, you brought over John Brown, Willie Sneed, so the whole offense is sort of in flux here. Don't you want them all to learn together this year? If you had to blow off one year, do you want them all to learn it, to do it together this year? Get over your growing pains this year. That's where you can start fresh next year. That's the way I'd approach it. I think Lamar Jackson does take over that starting job, but it may not be until week eight, week ten. Mm-hmm. Especially if the uh, Ravens uh, start off the season very slow, huh? I mean, they've. I mean, uh, Flacco's gotten the pass for long enough in a way. He's you know, he gotten the pass because he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? Pretty much. He had one good year. That's really what he had. He had one good year, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, mm-hmm. so everybody thinks he's a. a Thought he was one of the greatest. I mean, he was really not. Very good deep thrower, mm-hmm. but other than that, he was an average quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned two teams that you think that they're going to rely on the defense more, and, and, and especially the running game uh, when it comes to the Jaguars. What kind of value does Marquise Lee have as the number one receiver in Jacksonville? Uh, does, is he like a wide receiver three, you know, in fantasy, even though he's a wide receiver one? you know, for the Jaguars. Is he a wide receiver three, top 36? I don't know if I could quite get him there. I said, I don't expect them to throw the ball a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to come to no, Green I Bay Packers. I agree with you, yeah. They're not going to come to Green Bay Packers. They're going to throw the ball 40 times a game. Uh, Lee mm-hmm. is a nice receiver. He's a wide receiver four for me, by the way. Uh, his other mm-hmm. problem with Lee is that he tends to get hurt a lot. He's always banged up. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily missing games, but he comes out of games. Yeah, where he's got an ankle problem, where he's got this problem, that problem, and then he misses plays, misses quarters. So that's always been frustrating to me as well. He's a wide receiver four. You can make the argument mm-hmm. that he is the number one wide receiver for Jacksonville, which, of course, has some value. Someone's going to catch the mm-hmm. ball there when Bortles does throw it. But I, I'm not going to go out of my way to grant He's not a game breaker or anything like that. And as much as he may be the wide receiver one there, man, they have a lot of other options there. Dante Moncrief, Keelan Cole, mm-hmm. D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Chark. I mean, it's sort of like where you, every week in and week out, there could be a different guy being their number one. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and what about with the Broncos? I mean, uh, you know, Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, you said that you expect uh, Denver to uh, be, you know, basically rely on the uh, the defense uh a little bit more this this uh, season, the defense as whole, like you mentioned. I mean, they brought in uh, Royce Freeman, who I expect is going to be. Uh, I think he's he's a bell cow running back. But uh, Thomas and Sanders, are you avoiding them this year? Avoiding? No, no. But I'm not. I don't want mm-hmm. Demarius Thomas as a wide receiver one. He's a wide receiver two. Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders is a wide receiver three. I'm curious to see mm-hmm. how Freeman works out as well. You know, see if is he going to be a. Uh, a bell cow running back. It's going to be someone they can rely mm-hmm. on to run the ball first and second down, put them in the mm-hmm. third and short situations, you know, second and short situations. I'm curious, like everybody else, offensive line is average at best, so they have some work to be done there. Don't really have much of the, t- the tight end, Jake Butt, uh, Jeff Hillman. I don't know if either one's going to amount to something. So I'm not avoiding Thomas and Sanders. I'm not. But it's another team where I think they're going to want to play, you know, 24, 20 games. 
You know, keep, keep the game close. Let the defense win it in the fourth quarter and make plays when we have to. But let's not turn the ball over. Let's not throw the ball 35 times a game and take a chance that Keenum's getting picked off. So I think that's what you're going to see there. Uh, as a Keenum to me, a low-end quarterback, too, at best, right around the 23-24 range. I would take Freeman above Booker, but this is a situa- another situation where if I have Freeman, I'd like to have both. Hmm. All right. Uh since we were talking, uh, you know, wide receivers, which of these wide receiver twos on their respective team would you uh, prefer to own in fantasy this season? Got Marvin Jones from the Lions, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, which I guess I don't even know if I should mention because you said you're not really crazy about uh, Broncos receivers, or Randall Cobb from the Packers. Well, certainly not Cobb. I mean, his numbers the past two seasons are just not good. They're just not very. So does that mean that Allison is somebody to, to to target maybe later on? Geronimo, Geronimo, Geronimo. Geronimo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, later, later on you want to take a uh, you know and the Scott Fisher, of course. Yeah. We have so many flex mm-hmm. spots. Uh, everyone's going to get taken. So, uh, but in a standard league where you only have one flex, uh, as a reserve, I don't have a problem with it. You can always move on if it doesn't work. You, know, you take the next mm-hmm. hot guy there, but I'm not taking Cobb. You know, that's, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. You look at his numbers the past couple of years. I mean, I know Rodgers was hurt well, for definitely a good part decline. of last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, what mm-hmm. was his excuse the year before that? You know, at 16, he had 60 catches, <laughs> 610 yards. Last year, he was 66, 653. Not really doing mm-hmm. all that much. You know, so I, I think I'll pass on Cobb. Uh, the uh, the three you mentioned, I'm, I'm a Marvin Jones believer. You know, especially in the mm-hmm. uh, the red zone there, in the end zone. Stafford looks for him. You know, Golden Tate's going to catch more balls, but Jones is going to catch more touchdowns. That just seems to be the, the breakdown between those two. So, yeah, I'm, I'm high on Marvin Jones. He's somebody, I'm not going to tell you I'm targeting him, but I'm well aware mm-hmm. of uh, that he's still available when my turn comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, seems to find a way to uh, find the end zone. And Golden Tate is, I think, a little bit more valuable in PPR leagues, right? Because Golden Tate's 90-plus catches. Absolutely, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, season. Uh, any other uh, wide receivers that you think could, uh, I'm sure there are, <laughs> any, that you're uh, keying in as uh, in terms of maybe being able to outplay their ADP uh, this season? Especially, you know, some of the, maybe the second-year uh, wide receivers, yeah, maybe like a, uh, was it Mike Williams from uh, the Chargers or you know, guys that really didn't do much last season? Do you think that maybe we could take a step up? Well, Mike Williams does take a, uh, a bump up because of the, the injury to Hunter Henry as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's all about the targets now there. They have to go to somebody else. They haven't re-signed Antonio Gates yet. I expect them to do that. But he's somebody I'm certainly looking at there. Uh, I have faith uh, Pierre Garçon. In uh, San Fran, mm-hmm. I know he didn't play with uh, Garoppolo last year. Garson was already out for the year by the time Garoppolo took over. But I think he's going to be a nice addition there. Plus, there's no one else there. Nice PPR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, uh, he's someone I have interest in. Uh, you know, I go up and down with Cooper Cup because I once again, it's another team. I don't think they're going to have to throw the ball a whole bunch. Will Fuller. Someone's got to catch the ball there other than uh, Donald Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And that running game, I don't think it uh, really scares anybody. Lamar Mills about done. You know, maybe down to Foreman. But I think they're going to throw the ball a decent amount here. Will Fuller is somebody, once again, I wouldn't mind having on my team. I already stated earlier, I like Sterling Shepard a lot. My only worry about the Giants is, is there, are there enough balls to go around? You know, Beckham, Engram, Barkley's got to get his touches. There's enough balls to go around mm-hmm. there for a second wide receiver. Even though I think uh, Sterling Shepard's very good. Rashad Matthews in Tennessee seems to do it year in and year out. I'm not really worried about him. Maybe this will be the year that Josh Doxson figures it out with Alex Smith. I have my doubts there. A sleeper. Uh, Cam Meredith, New Orleans. Yeah, I'm actually, yeah. We uh, spoke about him last he's week. Someone, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's someone I'm going to have on a lot of my teams because he's available in the double-digit rounds. And I think, uh, assuming he's healthy, which is uh, you know a big assumption there, but assuming he's healthy and can get along with, uh, you know, get some chemistry with Drew Brees, I think he can have a nice season. Mm. What about uh, Juju Smith-Schuster? Uh, I mean, he had a really nice season when you think about, you know, just uh, he started seven games. 58 receptions, almost 1,000 yards receiving, found the end zone on a bunch, uh, seven touchdowns, uh, played in 14 games, but started seven. But uh, what do we think about it? Really great uh, catch rate, 73.4. Yeah, he's uh, he's above all these guys. I didn't, I, I didn't go into the wide receiver twos. He's a wide receiver two. So uh, he's someone you want on your team. So if he gets uh, Juju Smith-Susha, God bless. Listen, once again, teams are so worried about Antonio Brown. They're so worried about Le'Veon Bell. They're going to forget about Juju. 
There you go. There you go. He's uh, on my radar. I won't forget him. Uh, we'll be back with more fantasy football talk. Weekend fantasy update. Joe Galina and George Kurtz taking you through your weekend. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Network weekend fantasy update. Jogalina George Kurtz, the journey bringing us in. Don't stop believing. This was uh, the the final song that was playing, I, I believe, in the uh, final episode ever of The Sopranos, right, George? Oh I, God, don't remember a fan. You you may very well be right. Pretty, that I can't tell you. Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, are you a big Journey fan, Steve Perry? Yes, even though he's Journey not really part of the band anymore. No, yeah, he hasn't been for quite a long time here. But uh, yes, yeah. yeah, so I'm a I'm a Journey fan. I, I prefer them with he, Steve Perry yeah. than without. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What do you think about all these bands that like you know, especially summertime, like bands like uh, Sticks and uh, and Journey? You know, they they tour and whatnot, and uh, it, it's it's not the same lead singer to me. To me, you you lose your lead singer, you lose the sound, right? I, I would agree know. with you. Does that bother you? I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, well, mm-hmm. I, if you're not, if you don't have the same lead singer, you're really not the same band. You know, right? Can Queen really be like, Queen without Freddie Mercury? Right, right. Well, uh, who's it? Adam Lambert was uh, was filling in for him. Yes, from, uh, American uh, American Idol. And, yeah, it's I mean, just, it's the, just different. It's it's not the same. I mean, yeah. uh, when Queen, uh, Queen, when Journey got got a new lead singer, actually the guy was Filipino who actually did sound just like Steve Perry. Which is mm-hmm. kind of funny. That's what I've heard. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So at least that sounded the same here, but you know, Queen was completely different, and uh, which once again is the reason why he, uh, you know Freddie Mercury is one of the greatest ever. You know, you're not going to replicate that voice. You know what he could do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. I tend to lose interest as well. And you, listen, you can re- you can replace a drummer. You can replace a guitarist. Mm-hmm. Replacing the lead singer is it's just a different animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, back to some uh, fantasy football. Uh, I was involved in a uh, a mock um, put together by the uh, Fighting Chance uh, Fantasy Football people. You should follow them on uh, Twitter. By the way, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Joe Galina. Follow George Kurtz, at George Kurtz. And uh, George is the answer man, man. You could ask me questions as well. But, uh, George, you are the man when it comes to uh, helping out our listeners. Oh, yeah, so uh, sort of how I started with, uh, I guess, what I was answering all the uh, the questions. Um, uh-huh. I guess it's just my personality too. I see questions, I answer them. Well, I just uh, answer the best of my abilities. I've always thought that what made me uh, popular, as far as that's concerned, is not necessarily that I'm right all the time. No one is in this business, mm-hmm. but I always explain my answers. So if somebody right, asks right. me, you know, should I take player A or take player B? I just don't write player A. And go on to the next question. Right, I'd right. say player A and why. What my reasoning is yeah. behind it. And then you can make your educated uh, decision from there. And that's what I've always mm-hmm. tried to do. I always, I always try to explain my answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. And I don't answer definitely nowhere near as many questions as you. But sometimes I got to – sometimes I, after I'm finished, I see I have a, a like a paragraph written. And I'm like, you know, maybe I went, went a little overboard. But I guess better to give more information than not enough. But uh, – We'll see. Uh, so I was, like I said, it was a 12-team. It was a two-quarterback league, so it wasn't f- a flex where you could flex. Uh, uh, you know, it, you could either use a quarterback as your uh, flex and, and or not. But um, I sent you the 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 link, right, George? Did you see that? I don't know. Last week I'm looking at the wrong one. You sent me something like three yeah, things. Yeah. Is this yeah, the one where Team right. Servino is the first pick? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah. And, uh, All our, right. Our, so our buddy, uh, our buddy uh, Florio was in it. He had the fourth pick, right? So top three went Bell, Johnson, Gurley, and then Ezekiel Elliott, number four. Now, I know you have issues with the uh, Dallas offense, but, uh, hey, I'm big on Elliott this season, to tell you the truth. I mean, uh, uh, you know uh, – I, I ended up taking – I'm team last name, by the way. I took Gurley. But uh, only one quarterback went in this first round. A little surprised at all in a two-quarterback league? This is a, a strict two-quarterback league. Correct. PPR. Wow. A uh, yeah, surprised, right? I was surprised. Two yeah. quarterback leagues, you're going to need two quarterbacks. I'm uh, See, Team Mason, I was wondering if he would go back-to-back quarterbacks. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, he took him with mm-hmm. Fancy Taz. He took uh, Rob Gronkowski. There's no way I'm taking uh, Rob Gronkowski over a second, uh, over second quarterback. Round. That's mm-hmm. psychotic. Uh, you're going to have mm-hmm. problems here. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Gronk. You don't, people don't understand. When you play in a, we could tell you in a one-quarterback league to wait because everybody will be about mm-hmm. the same at quarterback. In two-quarterback leagues, you will not. You're going to mm-hmm. need quarterbacks. Now, in this league, it happens to be working out here because I'm looking at the second round here, <laughs> and everyone seems to be doing the same thing. They're waiting on quarterbacks. <laughs> That's fine then. But see, mm-hmm. and that, that works out in this kind of league. But I've been in drafts where people who uh, don't quite understand two quarterback leagues and they wait and then they realize, oh, crap, it's round five and all the quarterbacks are gone. Because mm-hmm. that's just the way these yeah, leagues it, go. In, in this draft, it didn't go that way. Everybody waited on quarterbacks, so people will be okay because quarterbacks will still be there in round six, round seven. But in some two quarterback mm-hmm. leagues, you're going to see the first top 24, top 30 picks, half will be quarterbacks. Yeah, and, and that's a good point, though. You also have to really read the draft room carefully and, and, and see what's going on. But uh, in the second round, yeah, a couple of quarterbacks went. Uh, Tom Brady went uh, number 16 overall. And then I ended up taking uh, Russell Wilson with the 22nd pick overall. And That's uh, a gift. Big... Yeah, yeah, right? And right after him, uh, Cam Newton went. And uh, the last pick of the second round was Christian McCaffrey. What are we thinking about Christian McCaffrey this season? I mean, uh, well, I was, in, uh, the Panthers brought in what? C.J. Anderson, right? I mean, yeah, uh, I was a lot higher on him before C.J. Anderson came on board. <laughs> right, and now that right. C.J. Anderson's there, he's going to be there between the tackles guy. We know Cam Newton's going to steal a bunch mm-hmm. of touchdowns, so he'll sneak him in. So that means McCaffrey, mm-hmm. uh, PPR, of course, he still has value. He's going to catch a whole bunch of passes here. But touchdowns, he's not going to be a touchdown guy unless he has a catching, you know, 18-yard touchdown reception for McCaffrey. You know, he's, he's not going to mm-hmm. get one two-yard uh all that, all, you know, he's not going to be a short, short yardage guy there. They're going to look to protect him there. That's why you brought in C.J. Mm-hmm. Anderson. C.J. Anderson is a better Jonathan Stewart at this point in their careers. It's what he is. So uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not as bullish on C.J. Uh, on Christian McCaffrey as I was two months ago. Right. Uh, and then at the start of the third round, uh, first pick there was A.J. Green. just seems that the, some of the luster is gone off of A.J. Green. Maybe just part of it, I guess, the... Uh, Inefficient offense that the Bengals have put together the past couple of seasons. Uh, what do you What are your thoughts on AJ Green this year? Yeah, I don't even know if you can uh, blame Green. I mean, Andy Dalton is, is a mess. Once again, average quarterback at best. He's struggled mm-hmm. the past couple of years. I mean, maybe it's part of that's because Tyler Eifert's been hurt, so they've lost the secondary mm-hmm. receivers. The running game last year was non-existent. The offensive line was bad. Uh, so that's why Mixon couldn't get going there. Uh, so it's just a mess. And I think the defense mm-hmm. is no. Let's take away Green and force anybody else to beat us. And I'm still not sure there's anybody else there that can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up taking in the third round uh, Devonta Freeman. Uh, we've spoken about him in the past, and just uh, how uh, you know, I guess we're a little concerned over the uh, concussion issues that he had last season, and how the Falcons are kind of working with him to try to change his running style a little bit so that he's not as susceptible to injury. Uh, Mr. Florio took uh, Mike Evans. Anything else of interest to you in this uh, third round? Carson Wentz was the 31st pick overall. I mean, look at round three. I mean, he's a green. McKin- People are so high on McKinnon. Uh, he went 26th mm-hmm. overall here, which after you take the quarterbacks out, which means in most normal drafts, he went around 20. And it's a wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'm quite on board there, McKinnon. I understand you got you know you got Shannon there, the running back guru. Always gonna have a great season. I don't know about that. Uh, Devonta mm-hmm. Freeman. Listen, I love the player. I do. The concussions scare me. They mm-hmm. just scare you. I think uh, running back leads, leads with his head on most plays. He's gonna get dinged in the head. It's gonna be a very hard time for me to see him playing 16 games. 
I think he's going to get hurt. I think you sort of now you, you need Tavon Coleman a few rounds later, which in this case probably round seven, round eight-ish, just to cover yourself there. Make sure you have one running back each week out of that position. Mike Evans dropped once uh, Jameson Winston got hurt. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, once Jameson Winston was suspended. We don't know. Uh, he had a poor year last year. Anyway, <laughs> dropped, drops a lot of passes. And it, yes. What Fitzpatrick will do with them uh, is anyone's guess. Thielen, Love, Howard. Uh, banked on him last year. That didn't go all that well for me. So I'm curious to see what we're going to mm-hmm. get from uh, from him this year. I think he does have a bounce-back season, though. I'll, I'll be back on board uh, Jordan Howard, especially for where he's being drafted now. Carson Wentz, I do believe he's going to be fully healthy for week one, so I don't think I have to worry about Nick Foles there. But once again, it's a two-quarterback league. I didn't see how this draft played out, but if I drafted Carson Wentz, two-quarterback league, mm-hmm. I'm taking Nick Foles anyway. Because you know, mm-hmm. I want my backup anyway. Foles is a damn good backup. So you want to draft Nick Foles. So this way you're covered either way. Tyreek Hill, LaShawn McCoy. People are down about McCoy. Uh, I get it. Offense isn't that good. Teams will look yeah. to uh, take him out. But I'm, I'm okay with McCoy. Fitzgerald, Baldwin, Gordon. Uh, Josh Gordon. I mean, that should be interesting, right? Uh, the offense there is in place. It's got uh, people at all the skill positions. They should be good. Can Tyrod Taylor get on the ball consistently? That's really the question that we need to ask. Do you believe in him, Gordon? Not not in round three. You know, Mm because once again, he he went 36th overall here. I'm thinking about a half dozen Mm -hmm. quarterbacks went here, so it means he went 30th. Mid-second mm-hmm. round in most leagues. Uh, no. I think he needs to go at least a round. Would you rather maybe, uh, Landry? fifth round for me. In, in a PPR? No, because I don't, I don't think Landry's catching 100 balls again. You know, in mm-hmm. that offense with Tyrod Taylor, you know, he may only catch 75. That's still very good. Mm-hmm. But it's still mm-hmm. a lot of points you're losing there. No. Uh, Josh, I mean, Landry is safer. Gordon is more the upside guy. You know, is he going to have those big games getting 200 yards, 180 yards? I don't know. I don't know if I trust Taylor to get it. Taylor couldn't make it work with Sammy Watkins. I don't think he could make it work with Josh Gordon either. And once again, what happens when they make the switch to Baker Mayfield? Hmm. And uh, you think uh, Larry Fitz has another uh, big year in him? I mean, a question mark. Uh, you know, how how long is uh, Bradford going to be the starting quarterback there? You know, before he, it, it's almost inevitable that he ends up getting hurt. And you got the rookie, the top rookie, uh, also when they trade up for Josh Rosen. I mean, would it shock anybody if Josh Rosen starts from week one? I don't think it should. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand they gave uh, Bradford fifteen million. Be a little surprised. I get it. Yeah. I wouldn't be. Yeah, you know who you could like in the future. If Rosen's ready, you plug him in there. Arizona's not going anywhere this year anyway. Not like they're playing for a Super Bowl. They're not that not that good a team. I was surprised Fitzgerald came back. Joe, I thought he'd retire. Once again, Arizona mm-hmm. not a Super Bowl team. You're going with a rookie quarterback now. I'm surprised he came back for another year. I thought he would have hung it up. Uh, he's safe, sort of. You know, when, when you say safe, sort of, means he's really not safe. Because once that once that change does happen, maybe he doesn't get the ball on a regular basis there. Doesn't really have any outside mm-hmm. threats. J.J. Nelson, Christian Kirk, Bryce Butler. You know, hell, we've heard Bryce Butler might be cut. So uh, I'm not liking what I see uh, in Arizona outside of David Johnson. You like him where uh, Travis Kelsey went, first pick in the fourth round. Uh, we talked about Gronk in this particular draft, went in the second round. Uh, tight end, I mean, it, it kind of thins out fairly quickly. Uh, there are a couple of sleepers that I'm, I'm, that I'm liking, but what do you think about uh, Travis Kelsey in the fourth round? Too soon? Just right? In most leagues, I'm not taking a uh, tight end early. Uh, in a mock mm-hmm. I did, I did take Rob Gronkowski in the second round because I want to see what my team would look like if I did that. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it, that's what I do a mock for sometimes. I'm, I'm look, looking to uh, to use a specific strategy and see what happens. In most leagues, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey is going to go in round three. Uh, and that's, that's really where he went in this league as well. I know it says round four, but once again, six quarterbacks win. So you take yeah. those quarterbacks out who wouldn't go yet. Maybe Aaron Rodgers goes. But either way, Kelsey's back in round three, which is where he should go. You know, I didn't look here. I'm assuming Zach Ertz is going to go. Sh- well, people wait on Ertz here. Unless I missed him here. Uh, wow, people did definitely did wait on Ertz. Uh, so mm-hmm. where, from where I'm seeing Ertz go now, yeah, you definitely took uh, Kelsey too low. Once again, it's two-quarterback mm-hmm. league. So I am not doing that. Right. Zach Ertz went almost three rounds later. So, yeah, they drafted uh, Kelsey too early here. Uh mm-hmm. Tight end isn't as deep as it was maybe a couple of years ago. So I can understand you're wanting Kelsey, but do we know that Mahomes is going to use Kelsey like Alex Smith did? One of the reasons why they want to go to Mahomes so much is because he, can throw the ball, he will throw the ball deeper to the secondary. He'll take deeper shots. Well, that was he would take away some throws from Kelsey. You know, there's nothing wrong with Travis Kelsey. I wouldn't mind having him on my team. But even in a regular league, 
one quarterback league, I'm probably not taking a, a tight end round four. In a two quarterback league, there's no way in hell I'm doing that. Mm. And especially if Carson Wentz is healthy to start the season, which we think he will be. I think I'd rather have uh, Ertz over Kelsey. Um, I mean, I love Kelsey, but you bring up a good point. I mean, uh, we don't know how Patrick Mahomes is going to be using him. Although sometimes, you know, young, unexperienced quarterbacks do tend to rely on, you know, uh, their tight ends, uh, you know, short passes over the middle. So, I mean, you know, that that could could happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and I think I'd rather Ertz this year over Kelsey because of uh, the good point that you brought up. Um Garoppolo went ahead of uh, he went ahead of Andrew Luck, he went ahead of Philip Rivers, he went ahead of uh, Roethlisberger. Are you okay with that? No. And it no, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm okay with it ahead of Andrew Luck. You know, you, uh, you're drafting uh-huh. now. You don't want to take your chances on uh, Luck's uh-huh. health. I, I completely get it. Although in a two quarterback mm-hmm. league, mm, I'm probably willing to take a chance there. But mm-hmm. as far as Garoppolo. He's going to lose some games, okay? That's going to happen. He took, uh, I don't want to say he took the league by surprise last year, but, you know, there was no film on him. Now there is. Mm-hmm. Teams have seen his weaknesses. Right. I don't love the San Fran wide receiver core at all. Now, you said Luck. I'm okay with taking him ahead of Luck. I am. Uh, Rivers? No, I'm taking Philip Rivers ahead of uh, Garoppolo. I think, I think San Diego, San Diego, damn it. I think the Chargers, mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Chargers, might be the best team in that division. I think they mm-hmm. are. I mean, I'm disappointed that Hunter Henry got hurt. You know, because I think that would have uh, definitely made a difference there. But I'm still taking Philip Rivers ahead of Garoppolo. He's someone you look at Philip Rivers' numbers. You know what you're going to get from the man. He does almost the same thing right. year in year out. I might understand that there's not much in the way of upside here. You know, where mm-hmm. he's not going to throw 40 touchdowns or 5,000 yards, but he throws between what 32 and 28 touchdowns. That's about where we're. So let's say 30 touchdowns a year. He's going to throw about 4,500 yards. I can count on that. You know, it might, it might be slightly less, slightly more, but generally that's where he's going to be. I like that. I'm definitely taking right. Philip Rivers ahead of Garoppolo. We don't know. Garoppolo's the shiny new toy. People think he's going to throw over 6,000 yards and 50 touchdowns next year. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm okay with uh, Rivers over Garoppolo. I think he said Big Ben was your other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's the problem because of the, the, the splits, right? Home, road. Uh, so yeah. there is some issue there. And I understand people are going to shy away from that because of that, even though like, we love the offense. No, uh, Todd Haley there. Yeah, does that change things up a little bit? Where maybe uh, he's not uh, the offense is not quite as good as it used to be. Still, Brown, Bell, Smith, Schuster. I mean, damn, we like it. Uh, I'm okay if you want to take a rap. I don't think I could do it, Joe. I think I would, would still you take, take would Ben. You t- yeah. What about Goff? Because Goff was the next quarterback taken. I mean. Uh, what do you think about him? I mean, are, are the splits, the issue with the splits, big enough where you would consider taking a golf over Roethlisberger? Probably not you, because I don't think... afraid that the Rams are going to run the ball, no? That's what I'm afraid of. Uh, win it with Gurley, and that defense is legit. I don't think they'll have to throw the ball that much. I would t- rather take Ben. All right. There you have it. All right. Well, we are uh, talking some fantasy baseball next hour. Stay with us. Weekend fantasy update. George Kurtz, Joe Galina, hanging out with you.